Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back. This is Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice and Ella. Today we have a very special episode for you all. We have guests, a very sexy guests. So basically today we're going to be talking about sex and Ella and I are kind of like basic as fuck and have only been t- like targeted by white men. I know it's embarrassing. So <laughs> we need to call for help. <laughs> and so we're super excited to have Jay and Leslie on the podcast. They are from Homo and Training, the podcast. So go check them out on Spotify, Apple Music. And we're really excited to have these distinguished guests to mm-hmm. talk about hookup culture, sex, and whatever else. So with that, uh, we're not going to do a check-in today because we have a lot to fucking talk about. So let's start the show. Let's get into it. All right, everybody, we're so excited to introduce our guests. We have Jay and Leslie, who are the co-hosts of Homo in Training, and we are so excited to have them on the podcast. Wow, uh, we are so excited (laughs) to be on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your (laughs) concern. We're huge stands, so we're excited we to we're, have them and have a really fun chat. Yeah, we want to yes. let you guys kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and your podcast and maybe how you two know each other. We know each other from back in back in the day. Elementary school. Elementary school. I've wow. known Jay for a lot longer than I'd like to admit. Yeah. And, um, and I've just kind of, I feel like I've been stuck with him for, <laughs> yeah, just it's not fun, but here we are yeah. um she, she needs someone to to split rent with so. okay that's <laughs> I feel it. but yeah we've known each other for a very long time like 20 years yeah and we had a bumpy road but now we're best friends and we decided to make this podcast because we're just like what could we do together what is our legacy yeah what is our like what, how else could we glue each other together yeah for sure <laughs> you know no yeah and we have had a really bumpy road but we've gone through it because we communicate so much and I think the podcast was formed through our, our us talking mm-hmm. and us like having these deep conversations and like having them with people around us mm-hmm. and people being like, oh my gosh, like this is like really good. Like you guys are really, and every, everyone who has a podcast, like you should have a podcast. And everyone would tell us that together or separately. And mm-hmm. I think we have good chemistry and we just did it because we wanted to. And, you know, it's called Home and Training because we're both queer. And we are always learning, and I hope our podcast for other people shows them that, yeah, like, gay people know shit, too. Gay people be out here, they're not, they're not just touching butts. They know science. They know meditation, you know? We watch movies. So just, like, to incorporate our, our sexuality, but also, like, let not, not let that be the focal point. Let it be that we're learning and these are the, the things that we're learning. So homo training. Homo training. Homos, <laughs> these homos are going to train someone. I'm saying. <laughs> we're talking to you, Bernice. Okay. <laughs> Leave her alone. I'm so wild. I had a tea. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so a little background. We courted each other on our socials and then we decided to collaborate. Yes. Yes. And I did see on Instagram that they posted about this. Only two people like this. So if anyone on Instagram <laughs> is listening right now, we're coming fuck for you. you. <laughs> one of those two people. Wait, one, of them was, one of them was me, and I'm sure the other one was probably thank you for your, thank you for your So everyone else. We're we on thin like. fucking ice. 
All right, so this episode, uh, we're super excited for because we love different perspectives. Like, we know that I'm kind of a basic bitch, so let's start off with, um, you know, when did I start having sex? Well, Bernice, that's a very good question. Um, I have, <laughs> Please go ahead, Dave. Okay. Do us the honors. <laughs> I will. I will ask. I will answer your question with a question. Okay. What do you define as sex? Because we have this conversation. We have a queer series, which not to plug our stuff, but we have <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> okay. Well, we have a queer series on our podcast. <laughs> We're gonna release an episode talking about what is sex because you know, with gay people, it's very different because mm-hmm. not everyone has a penis, and there's not always a vagina, and uh, you have to be when you you say the word sex, it's not just like heteronormative, you know, PPVV. Yeah. PP. Yeah. So <laughs> so when you when you all ask that what is it to you is it the penetration is it the act of really sleeping with someone what is that for you bj hand j way j you know i honestly feel like that's like a personal question you know what i'm saying because i feel like i shouldn't define sex for other people especially for those like outside of my sexuality Mm. and so like for me like i definitely would say like hookup culture like sometimes that's fucking just making out you know what i'm saying like when where there's like a culture oh my god (laughs) you sexed him you put it your tongue down his throat (laughs) i am literally screaming because this is literally a conversation that me and leslie have had and i can't wait to get into it so really jay tell us oh oh, okay okay answer the ladies well if it's kissing i don't remember (laughs) bitch i was my lips i lose lips (laughs) i came out the movie i feel like you know maybe just like any like intimacy like if you were intimate with someone where it felt like sex to you like that's where you can start I i love that journey Bitch, I haven't been loved. Please don't go there. I don't right. um, I think the first time, the first time I, okay, 16, um, I had a BF and I wanted his wee wee in my butt. <laughs> Long story and short. we tried it. Yeah. And it hurt. Yeah. It hurt a lot. And he wasn't nice. Do you so recommend it? I recommend that if you're going to lose your Virginia, you're going to have sex with anyone, young people listening. I don't know your guys' demographic, but if they don't have any respect for you, then don't do it like because i had a guy that wasn't very like listening to my needs i was just like this hurts he's like it's okay it goes away and i'm like but it's like hurting now like i'm not like i'm not waiting for it to go away like i might be dead (laughs) and and we talk about this in our podcast but podcast episode queer series which we have out now um, (laughs) where where i just kind of like i started like took took my sex life Mm. into my hands and started like being more vocal like this hurts we're trying something different now. Back it up. Back it up. And before my first time, I wasn't like that. I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just like listen. So that's what I count as my first time. I mean, yeah, I've, I've, there have been some things in my mouth <laughs> before that, but this is what I classify as sex because I remember vividly being like, I'm having sex and this is terrible. Mm-hmm. But I will say the second time I had sex, it was a lot better because that guy was more like, yeah, let's walk through it together. Mm-hmm. So it was oh, a lot better. That's good. Mm-hmm. How it great. should be. How, yeah. yeah, but it's just, you. that's just really hard to find because if I didn't have him, I probably still would have been the type to just suck it up and just, Damn. but um, yeah, what about you? What about me? Yeah. So going mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. what the gal said, what the gal said. <laughs> He said that anything that I felt was intimate. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> um, so I actually didn't really have sex sex because until like uh, I was like maybe 18. Um, I was in college for sure. I had really strict parents as well. 
super Hispanic, but the comment that Ella made earlier about anything that you felt intimate, when I was in high school, I used to have a lot of phone sex. Oh, a lot of phone sex. Yeah. And with that, you really got to work for that. Yeah, you do. Like, it's damn. all your voice and your imagination. And bitch, like, I'm out here fucking doing tricks on the <laughs> And it's, I really like what Ella said. Like, bitch, this has changed my life. Because I, at, I was dating someone like long distance. And so obviously you got to get creative. And like, I was really hormonal as like, like a college, like a high school gal. Mm-hmm. And I had boobs and, you know, you're like feeling yourself and all these things. So back then, back then I felt like, oh yeah, I'm having sex all the time. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't want to really tell like my really sexually active friends in high school, aka uh, Jay. Um, <laughs> and I was like, First of all, friend? Yeah, actually, I don't know what I was thinking. There was still this like feeling like, damn, like I'm st- like, I'm a prude. Like, fuck, yeah. like I still haven't lost my virginity. Like all these fucking bitches are out here having sex. And so <laughs> I'd be like, well, I know how to. And it was all because I was like actively always having yeah. sex. Yeah, but can you make someone come with your voice, bitch? Exactly. Can you do that? <laughs> and so, for, yeah, for me, that was really intimate. And now that I know okay. more and know, know more and or whatever, I will say like, that's a that's a field that you can go into. But I would say 18, 18 was when I was, you know, out here doing the thing. I was a little younger. I honestly, like looking back, I just feel like the one to talk to that wasn't my health teacher. Cause <laughs> in retrospect, she gave me a lot of bad info. <laughs> Teachers. Fucking teachers. She worse. like, she low, like, I don't know, like, we had a good relationship, and I think that almost made it worse because, like, I believed the shit that she told mm-hmm. me. And then, like, she was like, you know, don't be afraid if sex is really painful your first time. <gasps> what? You know, what's and, her like, name? What's her name? <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> and I just remember having sex for the first time, and it did, it wasn't traumatic, like, she told me it was gonna be. And then I was like, well, now I don't even believe anything you told me, you stupid bitch. Like, that was, like, kind of a good time. So I feel like, you know, that just kind of put the trajectory of, like, my life and hooking up and stuff. I guess I would count as, honestly, probably penetration because I I never put anything in my mouth before penetration. Up to this me day, either. I don't, like, very recently did I start enjoying to give blowjobs but before i was just like eh, i'd rather not put that in my mouth so no. i went for it i sent it and this is gonna sound really fucked up but i only had sex with like this guy that used to be a great best friend or so i thought because i wanted to have sex with somebody else and they were down but then i was like oh i'm gonna be a virgin and it's gonna be weird and like i don't really want my first time to be with this guy i don't really know so it makes more sense to have sex with my best friend Mm. um but then my best friend forgot to tell me he was dating somebody and then it got weird so (laughs) sounds messy yeah. yeah and it was not romantic it was a very uncomfortable experience so you're a homewriter? <laughs> Technically, no, but I did gain a little bit of a rep later because when the girl found out, she did blow up my spot in high school. And I was like, oh, God, now everyone knows I'd had sex and like it wasn't even fun. And I just like, ah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's good that it wasn't traumatic. I always hear bad stories from everyone like like I mean even my first sex story was pretty horrible and I just always hear that from a lot of people so I think that's cool that you guys didn't have that um experience that a lot of people have you know especially being young because did you say what age or are we not oh I was 17 I believe I must have been 
like 16, 15, 16. I was young. There I was, was just like young. a really big hype of losing your virginity that year. Mm-hmm. Like your junior year of high school, I feel like yeah. the, the year where you're like, you should have sex this year. <laughs> I'll also say that um, when I was growing up, I went to a, let me just say this. I knew people like in middle school that were losing their virginity. So when I For lost sure. my virginity in like the middle of high school, I personally thought it was like a little late, late to the mm-hmm. game. So I feel like that definitely is not the same everywhere and people have different cultures. But yeah, I knew some like wild girls in high school and in middle school. Same. I'm sitting with one right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that's the overarching. I think whether we know it or not, it's still like a thing. I think even now, like the young, the younger GZers or whatever, they're I mean they're losing it like for sure in middle school like I hear stories from my little sister so I just think it's just the overarching thing of like oh like I want to lose it I don't know did did you guys uh side question did you feel like your friends were like kind of why did you feel like that why did you feel like 16 is like honestly I did it because I just really wanted like I've been sucking dick since I was like 15 (laughs) so I was like I need a penis now so I don't know like where you got that pressure from it wasn't even pressure but it was definitely like the thing was like why not like all my other friends are having sex why does it matter if I'm having sex and you know looking back it's weird and now looking on tiktok like i am a little obsessed with tiktok but some of the things where i'm like girl you're not having sex are you and i just you don't realize how young 15 is until you're like damn near 30 and you're like fuck that was so young (laughs) it's definitely interesting because i felt like a lot of the pressure was really myself i noticed Mm -hmm. that some other people like were starting to have sex were having relationships and maybe it was like my need of wanting intimacy not necessarily sex that like led me to want to have sex because i thought sex and intimacy were like one and the same wow wow truth bomb yeah, but so, you know, if, why don't you guys tell us a little bit more about, like, your hometown and college town? Like, were you feeling like everybody else was having sex or not so much? Well, funny story. Our hometown was actually, like, wasn't it, like, on the news mm-hmm. where, that we were, like, it was chlamydia, right? Or was it? I think one of those. And it wasn't, we're, like, number five or something? Somewhere in some charts for being the most, like, teen pregnancies. We're famous. Yeah, basically. We're famous. <laughs> okay. And then also like an outbreak, I think, in an STI. Yeah. And it was like up high. And it was being compared to like Kansas City and like all these other major like cities. LA. Like, like Dallas. And I'm just like, damn, y'all bitches live like this? Yeah. And, <laughs> what? And it was pretty normal for people in middle school to be pregnant already. Yeah. Like we, mm-hmm. we knew people already that had kids by the time they were freshmen. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a small town. And um. It's like predominantly Latin. Like we don't know if like that has something to do with it. That cold, culture, that, that idea. Um, like once you're pregnant, you have to marry your 15 year old boyfriend. Oh God, and yeah. Just, and uh, it's like like Catholic, like Catholic Hispanic. Yeah, like just, when like, you reproduce. when you go into the town, there is literally a, t- a sign that says this is a Catholic like city. <laughs> what? No, yeah. no, really. It's, but yeah. everyone was pregnant in, in middle school, and I remember I was shook to my boots. I was like <laughs> shook. Oh my gosh, like, I remember seeing girls pregnant and, you know, I had friends that were starting to be sexually active with, like, high schoolers, which I, this is how I know I was a feminist, because I was like, (laughs) that's fucked up, like, they're in high school, like, that's a predator, like, they're grooming you, like, what the fuck? There's something I don't like going on There's something iffy, now, was it because I was in love with her? Yes. (laughs) No, because her boyfriend would come pick her up in middle school, and we were all getting picked up by our parents, so we were like... It was weird. It was weird. Anyways, but I think it was normalized, it was just 
a shock at the same time, but still like, oh, well, she's pregnant. Yeah. Of course she is. But everyone being a whore was just like our friend group. Like everyone in our friend group was a whore. Yeah, for sure. No, like literally. Except like, for me. <laughs> I wasn't. You're counting the phone. And bitch, let me fucking tell you, I know a couple calls that. <laughs> uh, but that's how it was in high school. I think it was a little bit different in college. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in college, I think everyone was having sex. Do you think it was even a conversation? No, I think it was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to go with this guy. Or, you know, since you all did a really cute stories and frats, of course, like, all the parties, you always knew there was someone in some room, in the bathrooms. Yeah. Um, and then the frats, like, there was someone yeah. in the corner, there was someone in the patio. And you're just walking, you're like, it's sticky. Where's the where's oh. the alcohol? Where's the jungle juice? I'm just trying to get a red. Bad flashbacks. Yes. Yeah, people peeing in the shower. And, the sh- and, like, in, in the couch. And then there's fucking, like, three broken futons. And you're just like, okay, so there's just people under the futon on top of the futon it was crazy and everyone was always making out yeah and like like mid-sex like i think i always saw people like pants down something going on i'm just like is is that consent and that's before like you know consent was like a really really big thing even though it should have been but i'm like is she are they okay and i would just walk through this and i was always like really drunk too and i would just be like this where where am i this is college huh what is this yeah i mean i went to kansas state university and i mean Everyone, I mean, that I knew of was having sex. Either, they were farmers. Uh, yeah. They were farmers. Farmer gals. And then, <laughs> yeah, including myself. So there you have it. Well, we also yeah. went to college with farmers. Love me some agriculture. As, oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of Trump flags out there. I don't know if they love me back. But um, yeah. <laughs> I'll out myself. I think college was definitely a, a hype to be sexually active. I will say that I was one of those girls tied up in a frat bedroom. Mm-hmm. Not my <gasps> best moment. Escándalo. <laughs> It was a good time. Uh, dude was a terrible human being, but you know, sketchy dick is the best dick, as a good friend would say. Who's, wait, what good Who's, friend? Ella, what are you telling? What are you what? telling? No, not me. Cut. Can we pause? Can we? What? <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of times where I think we would wake up and there'd be somebody that we knew. I mean, how long have you been in our house for? Or that awkward encounter of like. Bye. See ya. <laughs> we'll see you at the frat. Wait, but like where you would hook up, where would you? Because didn't you live in like a like a, a outside or a <laughs> outside? Like, okay. No, okay, we were no. not homeless. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, no, no, no. But but what do you call the the living thing that you? What do you call the pat the what? porch? The, the okay, porch. So the porch. Yeah, you're I was like, not allowed to porch? have sex at the sorority, but like there's been times where like Ella walked in on me once, like having sex, and then she just goes oh, and then closes the door and then falls asleep oh, right outside of the door. Wow. <laughs> Wow, How were we not cut up? I don't know. I'm sure. I will tell you right now that I would knock on the door and be like, I'm tired. <laughs> Get out. Get out. You need to come in there. Let's go. I think I was just like, honestly, fucking shocked. So, I mean, yeah. And then we lived in an apartment. We only yeah. lived in a sorority for like six fucking months. Yeah, like, we, we could oh. not do it. You guys should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to do another episode. We'll do on another on one. Our living I'm a clarifying situation. episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't that long. We really couldn't take okay. it. The no, the no privacy aspect. I mean, I think it's a whole power dynamic that you have to 
to go to like a dude's house in order to like hook up i don't like that you know so if you're gonna hook up with a frat boy you're you're staying at the frat and like the walk of shame from fucking the third floor outside to your fucking sorority is just so fucking embarrassing so i avoided that by (laughs) getting an apartment apartment (laughs) so we could be more low-key good for you love that love that freedom for you both yeah At least it's not your parents' house. That's true. 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 I I would not be that gutsy. Ella has a good story, though. Do I? Oh, God. No, I just, like, low-key got caught having sex as an adult at my parents' house. And my mom, like, was like, this is a no-go. In my defense... She looked for it. It was... It was her fault. It was her... No! In my defense, I feel like she should have known what was going on and, like, a... But then again, like, I just was caught up in the moment. It was a bad look for me. Like... (laughs) So she just, like, opened the door? Yeah, straight up. And, like, she knew I had a guy in there, so it wasn't like I was being sketchy or anything. It was just, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. It was when Ella... We moved back from Pullman, and Ella was briefly living at her mom's basement. Literally, like, three months of living in my mom's basement. Wow. Dang, girl, you can't wait three months? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't need to justify yourself, Ella. You know what? I support it and it I support it. I think I can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't know a thing about that. Yeah. I mean So sorry that happened. I'm okay with you fucking for your parents. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, okay, segueing now that we're talking about hookup culture. Do you guys like hookups or do you prefer like multiple days before giving up that ass? Or like, are you more asexual? Tell us. <laughs> Tell us, please. <laughs> Please let the kids know. Okay, let me just say what <laughs> I I am a supporter. Are you of the hookup culture? Yes, okay. yes, I am a supporter, a uh-huh. chanter, a cheerer. <laughs> I think when there's consent and when it's done and you're happy and you know you you have no major regrets and someone didn't die, you didn't lose money, your identity gets stolen, and all of those. <laughs> I I'm all for it. Um, okay. Me yeah, me me myself and me myself and I uh-huh. I I in my head, great idea. <laughs> would love to see it. Would love to be it. But for me, it just was never never a thing. And for hookups, I will say I there was I did a lot of like he 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 to he he in college, <laughs> but never actually the actual D deed. Okay. I was more like a tease. We like a lot. Tease. Yeah, that was me. That was that was my Leo in me. So I did a lot of making out a lot, a lot with like multiple guys at the same time. Like I've seen it. I've literally. seen it. Like literally within like rounds of each other. And like like flipping over like 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 turns turns to the left turns to the right yeah, turns it, around. That was iconic. I, can't I was iconic. I, did that. I, was there. Yeah, I love there. that. And so I was all like upstairs and then I go downstairs and be like, oh, hey, you're kind of cute. So I did a lot of that in, in college, but it was very rare for me to actually follow through and take someone back to my dorm. I lived in the dorms for like one year and then had apartments after that. I actually like take someone back. It did happen, but you know what? I'm a sensitive bitch, you know, mm-hmm. and like I have feelings, you know, yeah. and nothing against the hookup culture or anything like that i just think some people are are better at it and i'm not and i'm like okay with that i just think i was always like really scared of getting pregnant like that was my number one 
just, I couldn't imagine ever getting pregnant. And for me, though, you know how your parents tell you one thing and like, it like sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing my parents were like, if you're pregnant, like I good, good fucking luck. <laughs> and that stuck with me. And I couldn't imagine getting pregnant. And that's the worst thing that could ever happen to me. I never thought about like STDs or like fucking like heart attack, heart attack, <laughs> HIV or like that's how stupid. But I was, I was always pregnancy. I mean, yet yeah, to wrap it up, love the idea in my head. I think about it all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I downloaded Tinder and like been like, oh, like what could I? And then I delete it and I leave a lot of people hanging. And I'm just typical, like, typical Tinder. <laughs> and so I just think my my thought process is different. I don't know. What about you, Jane? Oh, we know. <laughs> So what? I just like having sex. I think yeah. it's fun. And yeah. I don't like get that feelings thing. Like I don't like. Because you're heartless? Huh. But I I like it. For me, it's more just like I have like an internal need. Do you? To release. Everyone does. Yeah, bitch. He loves doing this. He <laughs> loves saying love things. Like, I have needs. It's like, um, so do I. I don't I don't get it because I mean, not to like, here, I feel kind of like jumped upon, but uh-huh. it's okay. I. Uh-huh. If I feel like if you really needed wanted sex that much, you would do it. Like, do you really think about it that much? Because I genuinely like get to the point where like I can't even think straight because I have not like hooked up. Sounds like a personal problem. Asking me my being <laughs> uh I think be nice of our friends. I I think the thing is when you say you have that you have needs as a man. I think it's the oldest just fucking <gasps> trick in the book because I just think you maybe speaking for yourself because I'm not going to add words in your fucking mouth. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that you you like I have to do like mm-hmm. I have to and I can't even breathe without it. <laughs> well, that's how I feel. Okay. All right. Just I just, just see you. Sometimes I get your nut in. It's yeah. All yeah. <laughs> and like I've I, I mean, there have been times where like I like because i mean i've heard like the romantic stories of like you know tinder you um you marry (laughs) or whatever and i've heard stories of like a hookup being like a long-term thing and like part of me back in the day i guess would like hope it would turn into something but now it's more just like i have like we have like you know an hour and then let's like let's go our separate ways Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so for me it's just more like i don't know i just it's like a scratch you know, but what are your guys' feelings on hooking up? Because uh, for you guys, especially being in a frat and then with men, because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like, I don't know. Is it dangerous? Do you feel like it's necessary? All I'll have to say is that my thoughts on up have changed a lot as I've grown older, just because like I kind of relate to the I'm sensitive. I have mm-hmm. needs. And Thanks. Just- I think yeah no I just I'm sensitive I have needs also it's just like sometimes I don't really want sex as intimacy and I didn't mm. realize that there was such a big difference between yeah. inti- intimacy and sex until like basically the relationship I'm in now so yeah it's changed a lot and then also like I just was like uh like having mediocre sex with a stranger is so fucking disappointing yeah. that it's like why did I just do that not because like I feel any type of way about it, but I was like, that was kind of a waste of my fucking time. Waste of my Uber money. Waste of (laughs) my space. Yeah. Hookup culture can be dangerous in the way that like, it's a dangerous game that you're playing because you're either playing yourself or you're kind of playing somebody else. And at the end of the day, I think if you, there's certain people that you're more likely to be able to have sex with, but not intimacy and then go your separate ways. But then there's people that you have 
feelings tied behind it and sex is like a validation that they like you so i i was i was gonna say like i think with with like straight guys it's like and and straight girls it's like when you go to a random hookup i don't think they're really taking the time to like be like are you good like i'm pretty sure that's not what's going on right because i think with with gay guys it's a little bit easier because you know you just touch two wieners and then (laughs) comes out and you're done i feel like with girls you don't need candles music so what? lighting you know incense yeah <clears throat> i don't need Crystal. all that i think <laughs> there's there's been people who have cared and there's been people who haven't mm-hmm. it's, it's just the draw you never know yeah i think to add to to the comments both of you have made uh, not a lot of people get to the point where they can separate sex from intimacy mm-hmm. so when you mentioned you know that hookup culture can be a little risky depending on the spectrum that you're at you you can't really know and i think for for me to add into the sensitive being a sensitive bitch i think i had run-ins where it was super shitty mm-hmm. and I I was like, this this is it, hon. This is the, the hookup. This is the sex. Yeah. And it was just so disappointing that I'm so gay that I was like, <laughs> I'd rather just live in my fantasy in world, like in my head, like, yes, love it. In my head, it works out because a lot of the times that I did actually end up going with someone or something, I was like, this was so boring. I was like, and I, and you are my fucking bed. Like my bed is so sacred to me. Like <laughs> I'm mad at myself, yeah. you know? And it's like, that's the way that I would see it. And I'm like, no, in my head, let's keep it in my head. idea of like being like jazz like you jay saying like it's like you have one hour let's do what we got to do i love living in my head rent free like let's go (laughs) you know and so i just wanted to add that after after your guys's comments i have a question because so in previous (laughs) podcasts i talk about how i was trying to be a wing woman for one of my friends and i was trying to like help her pick up girls and i just like didn't know how to go about it because i was like yo how do you know if someone's into girls so i wanted to know what your experience was like thanks for your question you know i think girls are really hard super hard and jay often tells me like in terms of like you really should just hook up more leslie like you if girls are so easy like just go do it <laughs> and i need you i need you both to fucking yell at him because i'm like <laughs> it's not true and you know bernie said girls are very hard because i flirt with a lot of girls when and i could never know I could never know if it was like, wait, for real, for real, like for real, like for real or no. There are some girls that I think their energy is very much presenting that they're into girls. It's a little bit easier. And I've been told sometimes my energy can be like that when I'm like hanging out with friends. So if you have like a really cool friend and since like you're out here, you know, being a bruja and you be knowing, (laughs) you could maybe pick up on that. But I think with girls, it's just very difficult unless you go to a straight up like, girl on girl like like gay bar club Mm -hmm. or whatever then it's going to be a lot easier so yeah I wish I could help you and your friend (laughs) but it's just (laughs) it's really hard I've I've never fully have had success and in college I was closeted for a very very long time and in college I was still pretty like closeted and I would hope I would beg the Virgin Mary I'd be like someone a girl literally and it was mostly like he 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 or like oh you're my friend like oh this is fun like yeah let's make out and like I'll kiss you and and me thinking like fuck like I wish girls were just easy like easier to connect with and know like are you at the end gonna like you know fucking psych me and then I'm gonna be the one looking stupid because I actually have feelings and then it's a mess you know so guys were just 
guys are always easier. I mean, for me, it was always really easy with guys, but girls are hard. Girls are really gay. And I think it is really hard for girls to know, unless you're in a girl gay bar. I've, I've told Jay before, and I'm going to digress a little bit, just so that you, Bernice, can get an idea. <laughs> I've had like, <laughs> no, for like, we're helping the girl. Oh, okay. For the queen girl, because she was asking me. Okay. That was no shade. And there's like like girls that I'm like, this is for sure gay. And I think I make it harder for myself. This is probably why I'm alone, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I've had like this girl where I'm like, would tell Jay, I was like, dude, she said this and I think it's gay. And (laughs) I'd be like, just overthinking it so hard because I'm like, what girl says that to another girl? Like, isn't that fucking gay, dude? I mean, I guess. And I, to this day, who knows? Who knows? But I, I was so in my head about trying to figure out if this girl was yes or no without her. Girls are just aren't, aren't up front. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of girls aren't up front. They won't be like, yes, yes, I am. You know, and if they do, they'll be like, well, uh, well, yeah, if you want. I mean, yeah, I, I could. I mean, and, and it's it's like super like fucking Da Vinci Code. Yeah. <laughs> so segueing a little bit into, I guess, have you ever like started to hook up or even just like a friend that you're really into but it's mostly like lust but then you actually cut feelings and then feelings are not who hurt you (laughs) (laughs) so many so many hate that are you giving us a specific example of a time where maybe i feel like i'm never friends with people that i like mostly because of that same reason like i don't want to catch feelings and like with gay guys they're kind of like girls where they're just touchy so I don't want that to be like like me to get false hope babe. like oh they call me babe but like that's just what every yeah I, I call everyone babe yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but no I've just never if it's strictly dickly they know it's strictly dickly and I'm you if I have a hookup I mean I've had hookups that turn into friends but never like someone like I knew in childhood that we just started hooking up like I usually hook up and if we vibe because, I mean, yeah, I'm a whore, but, like, I don't like to just hook up with random people. I would like to find <laughs> a stable person to have sex with frequently. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a relationship, but, I mean, as long as it's someone that I know is, like, is going to be there, is nice, nice to me, holds mm-hmm. me. Yeah. It's not going to give me chlamydia. Yeah, not going to give me chlamydia. <laughs> Maybe corona, but not chlamydia. And um, I like to keep it um, like that, so I guess if that's what you call a friend, but I mean, I really wouldn't call it friends because if I were to get a boyfriend, then I probably would stop talking to them. Yeah, I I can't say I've ever gone through those waters. I don't, it's usually have been the other way around where I've established this with like someone and I've been like, this is cool. Like remember vividly having some, it turns out like then the guy wanted something and I was like, oh, I'm like moving. I'm like leaving. (laughs) And it's like, oh, you thought that. And it's just like, but I thought in the beginning, we, so I've had very limited situations happen like that since obviously I've already lost my personal life with hookups, but. I feel like I've played myself. I'm like, oh God, you guys don't do that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I made like a slow movement out of, you know, whole life and, but I think I was just kind of over it because I felt like I was like, you know, they say like madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same result. I felt like I was just like, yeah, if I'm not getting the result that I want from going like this, like, 
then I should just stop because I'm not like I'd rather just masturbate to be honest than like mm-hmm. you know what Love that. can I can I piggyback off of that because part of like me being able to like have like just random hookups like really stemmed from like that I'm just like why am I doing this to myself and like why why am I hooking up am I hooking up because it's fun or is it because I enjoy like you said like talking and hanging out afterwards and like like what is like the real reason why I'm like doing this and really gave clarity of like my sex life and like why I'm doing certain things because like you're right repeating something and um, um, expecting a repeating the same thing and expecting a different result is like not uh, healthy and it's just like immature that you're just like how do you not fucking see that mm. this is not helping and I will Give that credit to Tovlo. If you guys know to- yeah, Tovlo, yeah. um, she does have a song called "Romantics," where she does talk about like, why are we, what, why are we doing this? Like, why am I doing this? Like, mm. I'm just feeling pain at the end of it. So, mm. what's the point? But, um, I like my dick wet. <clears throat> oh, okay. I think overall, just to leave on a on a reflective note, over time, I feel like my ideas of sex and relationships and everything has changed a lot to from when I thought sex meant intimacy to now learning how sex and intimacy are different and how that is reflective on the type of sex that you have it's how you see it and I'm and then like going into relationships and then you know being single relationships I think it it really the big thing for me really is intimacy and I think knowing that you know when you connect with someone really at like a really cool level, you know, that they know you and like they care. It's just, it just really makes me look at sex very differently, you know, and it makes me feel like, you know, sex at points really isn't the like end all be all. Um, when you really like meet someone cool and you're just kind of like, yeah, and that's included. (laughs) (laughs) A nice perk. (laughs) A nice little perk that I do enjoy. And it's more so that, that connection that you can make with someone. And I, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I I agree. Like, I think with hookup culture, I think as as long as you're doing it for the right reasons, then do whatever the fuck you want. But yeah, if you're doing it for validation, if you're doing it to feel pretty, if you're doing it because everyone else is doing it, or you're doing it because your man or your girl's making you do it, then yeah, you should rethink it. But yeah, if you're just trying to get, trying to get some things wet, trying to get some things wild, (laughs) go for it. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for being yeah. on the podcast. We love you. Yeah. Appreciate you. And thank yeah. you so much for we having love, us. We love you guys. And we seriously had an amazing time. It was the best time. It was the best Saturday of February. Get it? Because it's the for first real. <laughs> <laughs> Plugs of the week. Um, so, uh, we really love the plugs of the week with thanks for your concern. So we decided, thanks for your concern. <laughs> and we have now taken over, just kidding. We're, they let us do this little, um, plugs of the week. So we're really happy they let us do this. So I want to talk about one of my favorite podcasts. If you guys like RuPaul's Drag Race and you like drag queens, um, I do have a podcast called Sibling Rivalry, which it, it, has Bob the drag queen and Monet Exchange, their two best friends, and they kind of have the same vibe as Bernice and Ella and me and Leslie, but theirs is more like sibling, like 
they like fight more and it's just really real, super funny, super great. And they do recaps of RuPaul's Drag Race if you've seen it. And they just have these really great conversations about, you know, being black in the drag race scene, drama in drag race, and just cover really great topics and are black and queer. So support them, bitch. Yes. And then my plug is relating a little bit to this episode There's this podcast that I listen to called The Love Drive. Yes, it's a white male love coach. Listen, I don't want to be a part of the problem, but let me tell you. It's good. um, It's really good. He has a lot of guests. And because we've talked about intimacy and and sex and and love and have you hookup culture as well, he's had some guests in there that just give really insightful uh, just info and their thoughts. And I think in some of those episodes, it, it was a reason that I've been able to not only like accept myself a little bit better, but also be like, oh, yeah, sex. Oh, love. Oh, intimacy. Um, so I don't know. He has tons and tons and tons of like episodes. And so you can always scroll and it'll feature. And he puts it in the title when he's talking about like um, how to communicate during like sex or how to be a better communicator and, you know, love hookup culture and all of that. So He's um, the love drive with Sean Galanos. Check him out. Check the boy out. And that's our plugs of the week. That's it. I love having guests on that are different than me because I obviously haven't lived every single that all of our listeners have. So to share your perspective and I would again tell people to go check out your podcast for all amazing content, which do you guys want to plug yourself and your personal account? Yeah. Instagram. And we have TikTok. So follow us on TikTok. Uh, uh, Both are at homo in training. We're on Facebook too. So if you just go to our Instagram bio, we have our link tree, which has all of our little links for it. And our podcast is homo in training and we change between topics and we're just fun and quirky so please listen please all right everybody thank you so much for tuning into this episode we were so happy and so grateful to have jay and leslie on today's show before ending the show i do want to give a shout out to jordan beckford um she is trying to finish her degree at wsu and she didn't get any financial aid this year and as someone who has gone through that it is extremely stressful and it takes a toll on your mental health and well-being honestly so she has a gofundme it's helped jordan get her bachelor's and we will be sharing it on our socials so if you see it like please if you can donate anything helps or not just share it with somebody who has money thank you all right you guys so that was the episode make sure to follow our instagram thanks the number for your concern and my personal instagram is at ella l tutor mine is at berenice ads m bye bye